Okay, so Amber, I'm going to give you a couple minutes to convince me why I should care that Taylor Swift is dropping music at midnight. <laughs> well, you should care because Taylor Swift is the music industry. Like, she defines music industry nowadays. She's the only person that can drop an album on one day's notice and send it straight to number one. And also, Red was her first album that went from country to pop and redefined the pop music industry after that album. So, I mean, you should at least just give it a listen. You don't have to like it. But... If you can find two hours of your time to listen to 30 songs, then you should definitely do it. 30 songs? Yeah, there's 30 songs on the new album. Wow. I mean, that was an incredibly concise point on your your part, but I just... I practiced that speech a lot. <laughs> For those who don't know, Amber literally has a, a PowerPoint on this that she could mm-hmm. present yeah, to you. Yeah, you guys so. should find me and Bailey Watson, and we'll present why Taylor's version is necessary. All right. That's all we need. And that's the end of the ASAP. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and we'll catch you guys next week. And honestly, like, I mean, I had the thought while well, they were up there doing the lip syncing. I was just like, is this like, like, does CSF, this like Taylor Swift support CSF? Like, this is literally like <laughs> promo for, I mean. She doesn't need promo though. She, cause she, she runs the music us. industry. She is now a TikTok queen. I mean, there's just so much. She's such a layered person. I was stunned that she's going to have like a latte. Oh yeah, the non-fat caramel latte starting tomorrow at Starbucks. Will you, you be can purchasing I one. I don't or? like caramel, but uh, I probably will purchase one just, right, just to for the get vibes. the cup that says Taylor's drink on it. Oh, Instagram and then story. I'll rinse it out and I'll put it on my shelf. Excellent. I know. I know. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, so beyond Taylor <laughs> Swift, uh, we had another uh, guest speaker today, Mike Bro, uh, whose last name is sadly spelled B R E A U X. It's like the Louisiana Tigers, or no LSU. Yeah, Go it's Tigers. The, the Ed Orgeron. Yeah. Go Tigers. But I guess he doesn't. Uh, Bro Tigers doesn't coach there anymore. So. Oh yeah. I didn't know that, but yeah. it's news. But Mike Bro's a bro uh, and started us on a new ceiling, new series, uh, Post Dirty Laundry, um, called The Path to Healing. And uh, yeah, I thought it was just a really good, um, sometimes I think with, with messages, uh, less is more. I think he kind of just really got straight to the point. There wasn't a whole lot of fluff and, uh, and just a really, really good message about how we see ourselves and how we see God. Um, so what stuck out to you? Yeah, I love John 8. I think there is a lot of great stuff there because right before in John 8, it's the Jesus talking to Pharisees. And I don't know, it's just crazy how he can talk to the religious leaders and then go and talk to a woman that is an adulterer. And I don't know. So when I was listening to Mike talk, like I was just blown away that he like made it relatable to everyone. I feel like I Mm -hmm. think that even talking about like Jesus stooping down and what that means and not getting into the logistics because there's a lot of debate about the, what is he writing in the sand or whatever, but just getting to the point, like you said, like that, I mean, it hit me. Like I was talking with Allie after this and we were both like, man, we really got emotional during that because like, we know like the power of the healing power that Jesus has and we just want other people to know it. And I don't know. I think Mike communicated that really well that you don't have to like clean yourself up to be healed. Like you can come as you are and he like comes to you to be healed. Yeah. I also love his theory of like what Jesus is doing in the sand (laughs) of just like even, you know, going where only she can read and Mm -hmm. just, you know, wiping away like, you know, whatever, you know, whatever she's carrying and just saying like, no, I love you just Mm -hmm. as you are. Um, I also loved like his, I mean, it's kind of corny, right? Like the acronyms for guilt yeah. and all that, you know, the like God's unique intentional loving yeah. treatment versus like 
the devil's definition of grief united in lifelong torment. Yeah. Um, but I think that even like we so often just throw together like, oh, I'm just living in so much guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't really define what those two are. Uh, and so I think that it was helpful that he even just laid that out of like, guilt is about like, you know, what you did. Shame is about who you mm-hmm. are. I think that who you are question is really at the crux of like, even so much of what last week was yeah. with Dirty Laundry. Yeah. And I've never even thought of, like, like you said, we just pair them together. I've never even put thought to it. Like until tonight that shame attacks who we are or right. Guilt. Yeah. yeah. Shame attacks who we are. Guilt attacks what we've done. And, I don't know, because I think I see, like, guilt as such a bad thing because I see shame as such a bad thing. And so it's even helping me, like, work through things of, like, oh, like, where should I turn when I feel that guilt? Like, do I turn to shame or do I turn to redemption, which is what Jesus offers? Yeah, and I loved how you even talked about how just, like, how shame even begins to, like, pervade us. Where, like, at Mm -hmm. at first it's, like, a lie the devil tells us to us, that the enemy tells to us. And then eventually it becomes something that we internalize and kind of live out ourselves where we— you know, speak lies over ourselves and begin yeah. to internalize it and believe like, no, I am defined by what I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love that little riff that he had of like, I'll be worthy, you know, if I do this or mm-hmm. I'll be worthy, worthy when I do this. And I think that's just so, so easy to believe. Yeah. Um, and that we have to kind of claw our way back to, to being worthy. Yeah. And it's so important to combat those like lies we're telling ourselves with truth and scripture. And I think Mike did that like well at the end, like he showed us some verses that he likes to cling on to like the Isaiah 43 and Isaiah 44. And so I don't know, that's been helpful for me even to like find truth that I can speak over those lies directly. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people do that, but there's so many verses in the Bible that you can literally Google search like verses against shame. And like the Bible will tell you exactly what to speak over you when you're telling yourself those lies. Yeah. And I was like, Mike, where the heck were you when like (laughs) I needed to film all these like response videos (laughs) to to, to all the dirty laundry videos. He was just like, here's all of the verses that you'll ever need. Seriously. Yeah. And I think that, that what you just said of like replacing lies with truth Mm -hmm. is something I found myself saying over and over and over again, because like we really do like, internalize lies and believe things about ourselves that simply aren't true. Yeah. Um, you know, the devil wants us to have an improper image of like who we are and who God is. Uh, and that just changes everything. And I think that, um, we're, we can be so focused on like not believing lies or, you know, letting go of bad habits, um, that we don't pick something else up. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, you know, psychology has studied this. Like you can't just, you know, lay down a bad habit. You have to replace it with a different one. Yeah. And so like, you can't just lay down lies without picking up truth. And so I think yeah. you're right to say that scripture um, is where we turn for that. Yeah, that's so true. And I think often I get into this place of being like, Oh, like I'll just tell myself truth. And like one day I'll believe it, even if I don't believe it now, but like that really is like repetition, like continually telling yourself things like your brain will start to believe them. And like the Lord will even change your heart's desire to like understand like what his truth means. But it all starts with the fact that Jesus stoops down in the dirt with us and like reveals that we like don't have to clean ourselves up and that he has grace for us. And once we receive that grace is when we can start to understand that truth that the Bible tells us. Yeah. I think that's one of the thoughts that even came to, to my mind a lot as he was speaking of like, man, you're not even going to turn towards scripture as truth uh, or begin to believe what God says about you. If you don't have a proper image of like who mm-hmm. he is. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think if you view him and and I've, this has been my experience, I think growing up in, in church and just always feeling like I had to like do all the Christian things to be accepted by God. 
um, that like his gaze is like loving and compassionate mm-hmm. on me, that he deeply desires me and loves me just as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just like, for some reason that just like cannot, could not get through my head for so long. And I think that to even desire him or to seek, to trust him, I think even as um, the greatest source of meaning and purpose and happiness, like you have to have a proper image of who he is. And so I think that's just another way it's like, you know, God can never love you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think we need to like, even just speak that truth over and over again of like, no, he loves you just as you are. And he wants to stoop down Mm -hmm. and meet you right where you're at. Yeah. And the more you learn about who God's character is and his identity, you learn about your identity in return and like what your character, like where he's calling you. And it's just this never ending circle of like, oh, I'm going to learn more about God. And then he's revealing more things about me. And then I get to learn more about him. And it's like, it never ends. And it's honestly the best because where I was when I met Jesus, I'm not the same person I am today. And I don't want to be. And so just as this nice cycle that we get to walk through. Absolutely. Um, So from what Mike had to share tonight, what would you um, maybe give as just a a practical takeaway for students? Um, I think that honestly, what we were just talking about, like finding scripture to like directly apply to your life. And if you filled out a dirty laundry card last week and got a response, you should have gotten some scripture in that. But I mean, like I said, for me, a lot of, I mean, I don't know the Bible fully. I wish I did. I wish I knew every (laughs) verse, but it's, I so often just go to Google and search. What can I like find to speak directly into this situation? And I don't know, that's just been helpful for me. And so that's practically probably what is the easiest. And also just finding people in community to like speak that truth into you too. Like you're not the only person that's speaking truth into you. You have people around CSF that are like wanting to speak truth into you. That's good. Yeah. I think for me, um, and maybe this is just for all our, our journalers out there. um, (laughs) I'm not a journaler at all. Maybe it's like, I've been thinking about this recently of like, man, I want to take more like walks or something like that. So maybe you want to take advantage of like the last vestiges of of warm weather and take a walk and, uh, ask some questions. But I think that, um, even just like to, to call out the lies is a good step too, of just like, um, to ask yourself the question, like, what lies are you believing about yourself? Mm -hmm. What, you know, shame are you internalizing? Um, and then also like, what lies are you believing about God? Um, and so I think like once you can identify, um, you know, what it is, like what the, what the evil that you you're fighting against is like, if Mm -hmm. if you're fighting against like a, an opponent, you can't even see like, that's going to be an uphill battle. And so I think even calling out like, um, lies as lies, um, is important. And so I think even asking those questions or even just bringing them before the Lord, because he probably knows better than, Mm -hmm. than you even do of like, um, you know, what am I believing? What am I, what places am I living out of that just simply aren't true mm. um, that you want to want to reclaim? Yeah. And what's been really helpful for me is I've really seen a lot of fruit from moments where people see the lies that I'm believing before I see them mm. and people can call them out. And so if I'm choosing to believe that I'm not as great as someone else, like someone else sees that and they call that out for me and yeah. it helps me be able to call it out. And then cover that with truth. And so if you have a friend or something you're seeing where people are believing lies that you you know are straight up lies, like you can call them out too. You don't have yeah. to just call them out for yourself. And people aren't going to be upset that you're like calling lies out. Like we need to all call them out and cast them out in Jesus' name. Yeah. I really appreciate you saying that. It's funny because even before this podcast, you were talking about how I'm a non-confrontational <laughs> person. Uh, and so I think that's, uh, that's really good. And I think that, um, man, that comes out of a place of just like desiring for that person to know truth mm-hmm. and desiring like their long-term happiness. And so I think that that's, that's a good word. Mm. Maybe a word I even need myself. Dang, Landon, take that with you. 
I will. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Uh, thanks for for hopping on here. Um, would love to have you back anytime. Sweet. My first podcast, maybe not my last. Yeah, Amber uh, trusted me with the, the confession that she's not a big podcast person. Not. So this is the big step. I'm not even sure I'll listen to this one because I don't know if I want to listen to my own voice. So, <laughs> but... I feel that should share this with somebody because there's some truth in there. It's only like 12, 13 minutes. You can, you can, you can do it. It's like a walk to class. Like, yeah, it's probably less than your walk to class. I don't know. There you go. (laughs) Well, cool guys. Have a great week and uh, we will catch you back here next time. See ya. Bye.